or hello and welcome to the Bedouin's Coffee Corner, where we discuss initiatives, progressive movements, and change makers in the Middle East. In today's episode, we have Mohamed Jode, who is a CEO of creative agency Judah's Agency, a content creator, and the first male fashion blogger in Jordan. Hi, Mohamed. Thank you for joining me here today at the Bedouin's Coffee Corner. Hello, Sabal. How's everything? Alhamdulillah. How are you? Oh, good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for oh, coming. Ramadan Kareem, Alina Waliki, Yarab. Alina Walekum, inshallah, Kulsana, and Tasalim. I'm very, very happy to have you here today. Same here. Thank you so much for having me, I swear. Thank you. Before we get started, since it is the Bedouin's Coffee Corner, I do have to virtually pour you a cup of coffee. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's so interesting. <laughs> And now I can officially say Hayak Allah, welcome to the Bedouin's Coffee Corner. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Hamad, for those who don't know you, can you introduce yourself in one sentence? Wow. Okay. So uh, my name is Hamad Judah and I'm a Palestinian Jordanian. I'm um, 31 years old. I graduated as mass communication um, and uh, TV and radio production, and I own my own uh, creative marketing agency in Jordan at the moment. Are we going to dismiss the fact that you're the first men's fashion blogger? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so um, uh, basically, yes, I'm one of the first uh, male fashion blogger, bloggers, sorry, in Jordan. And I'm so happy that we're we're talking about this uh, during the interview. Thank you, Mohamed, so much. So you're a creator, a CEO, the first male fashion blogger in Jordan, a trailblazer. How do you really manage it all? Um, so basically, I give everything the time and power, exactly the same amount of time and power. So basically, I provide a lot of time and effort um, and hard work uh, for my creative agency. And at the same time, um, I provide a lot of also when I'm free from my Instagram account uh, and I take good care of my content on my social media because it reflects on my um, creative agency work. So, yeah. And can you tell me more about maybe challenges that you faced when you first started in both the fashion uh, industry, let's say, when it comes to men's fashion blogging, but also the transition from being a men's fashion blogger to having your own agency? Um, basically, the challenges I had that we, we couldn't like find or I couldn't find a lot of things to wear, honestly, with the brands that we have in Jordan back in 2016 and 17, to the extent that I managed to reach out to like the H&M headquarters offices in Kuwait, begging them to provide us with like good stuff that we can wear. But honestly, recently the bar uh, got raised really high uh, in the brands that we have in Jordan at the moment. So. At first, it was so hard for me to wear things and make it look any yani, good, but but honestly, I did like 
all my best. Um, I gathered the clothes from Istanbul, from from Amman, from Italy, so that I can wear them and make my Instagram look awesome for for me to for me to be a trendsetter, let's say, or like me being the first male fashion blogger in Amman and introduce any kind of like fashion lines or uh, tricks or trends to the guys in Amman. Um, I have to give you the credit. It worked. Thank you. Thank you so much. And um, from that, because I had a lot of collabs and collaborations with such brands uh, like uh, um, Calvin Klein and Mercedes and all of these, um, I was dragged, let's say, to me opening my eyes to why not opening my own agency and providing not just fashion tips or tricks to people, but I can also focus with what I had studied in university and with my interests and with my hobbies, such as photography. I combined them all together and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to open my own agency. Well, and that will be like the, the money maker for me. So I did what I did and uh, I opened my own agency and now I have employees and it's fantastic, honestly. Yeah. Well, congrats to that. Thank you. Um, Despite all the challenges that you faced, what kept you going and like motivated to keep pursuing what you're doing? Honestly, um, the love that I've received from all the people who follow me on Instagram, my parents, my best friends, uh, and also the the brands that they who who reached out to me and they were like, okay, you know what, we want to send you something, either to post it on my social media or even uh, brands that they were like, you know what, let's let's have a, a meeting so we can like sign this contract so you can be the yeah. brand ambassador to this brand or you can be our face to. For, for the for the coming three months so those kind of things that made me going and um yeah any making my instagram look way better than it had or it, it was sorry so yeah challenges that you've went through um when you started in men's fashion blogging did that yeah. affect the kind of content you made or um Honestly, yani, yes, of course, it had it had yani, a hand in it, but alhamdulillah, it was it was, yani, it was a push also for me to work harder and harder. I yeah, think, yani, answered the question. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Do you see the change in our society's perception when it comes to men's fashion when you first started versus now? Yes, um, the society was totally against a man uh, putting posts. Uh, of him wearing uh, such and such and such. So nowadays, because it, 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 the social media back then wasn't uh, open and yani, people weren't exposed to a lot of things, especially in Jordan, because uh, I come from Dubai and I was born and raised in Dubai for 26 years and I lived there. And people in, in, in Dubai are more exposed to fashion and a lot of things because it's you know, it's a you know, it combines a lot of people from all all over the world but Amman as an Amman 
it's not as exposed and open as Dubai. So when I first when I first came to Amman, it was still conservative, uh, if we can say. But by time now, it became really open, and a lot of people have good knowledge about how men should or should men wear this or that or not wear this and not wear that. You know? So yeah, of course, yes, yes, yes. Definitely. And then what do you think triggered that? Like you're saying that, yes, there is a shift in society, but what triggered people to change their perception on that? Um, a lot of things, honestly. Yani, one of the things recently that changed a lot of uh, how people think or um, look at clothes, maybe let's say Corona. Like we mm-hmm. used to wear like formal stuff or, or fashion, very fashionable stuff when we used to go like to a mall or like to an outing and nowadays with corona um everyone is looking just for comfy clothes so mm-hmm. even even like you can see someone who was like against um sweatshirts or like the the whole suit that it looks exactly like the same streetwear yes uh like you could have been with someone who's totally against someone going out to a mall wearing such a thing like two, two two years ago but nowadays you would look at the same exact person who was um giving bad comments about that guy who's wearing such and such he yeah. is wearing exactly the same thing because Definitely. of corona because everyone is looking for just um comfy clothes uh, no one no one cares honestly about uh, fashion at the moment, I, I can mm-hmm. say, but not just because because, yani, because they don't like it, but that's what fashion is providing them with at the moment. So, right. so yeah. And so, the fact that there is now like an abundance of people, let's say, that are more accepting to it, means that there are more content creators that create that kind of content, uh, aka more men's fashion bloggers. Um, how do you feel, or Rather, what's your advice to those people who are just now getting into either content creation from the perspective of an agency, but also into like men's fashion? The most important uh, advice uh, is that you need to have your own touch. You need to you, you need to have your own um, print or like uh, your personal touch in everything you do, so you can be unique. So you won't be like uh, copying other people's work. Um, that's my only comment, honestly, because once you have a touch in what you do, everyone will notice it immediately. So yeah, that's my answer for this question. And what's something you wish someone told you when you first started out in the industry? Don't doubt the path or don't doubt yourself, you're gonna rock this. Yeah. That's really sweet. Earlier on, you said that you would tell people to have their own touch on things. How do people ensure that they do have their own touch on things and really portray their true authentic selves when it comes to their projects? Honestly, Yanni, just be true to yourself of course that's one um 
يعني have faith in yourself because don't like listen to a lot of people who are saying no and no do that do this and do no just have your own touch in whatever you're doing um, have your own touch in your style have your own touch in let's say photography because I have my own touch in photography like whenever anyone who passes by any account on Instagram that I'm holding or like I'm working on for a client they would immediately send me a message Mo are you holding are you handling sorry this account and I would go like oh my god yes but how did you know they were like immediately we knew that this is yours because it has your own yeah your own angles your own colors you know how to uh, focus on the, the 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 stuff that is in someone's hand you don't have to focus on everything in the picture so everyone has his own or their own touch in everything um, all you have to do is keep on researching keep on reading keep on checking other other accounts not only from where do you come from expand yourself like read and check and do keep watching keep checking out uh, a lot of people's accounts all from all over the world you will like learn a lot from that so what do you think is next when it comes to our society um, whether it's middle east or amman uh, when it comes to two things the digital content create, creator slash creation and also when it comes to men's fashion okay so the digital creating or the digital creation uh, let's say um i believe every single day we have a group of people coming up with a new idea uh, a group of other people getting a lot of like um, um like uh, cameras lenses new lenses new cameras new mics new ways of or photography tricks um new, new marketing campaigns uh new ads it's it's this world is like huge and we're still learning from from Egypt from Lebanon from Dubai from Abu Dhabi from Saudi Arabia we're we're, we're learning a lot from all the agencies all over the Arab world um it's 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 insane how every single day we have a new agency coming up. We have a new director, um, um, a new camera. And yani, the, the tools of us in Jordan having new stuff is humongous, like a lot. We can bring a lot of things into our Amman society and we can bounce and do a lot of things, honestly. So I'm 100% sure that the digital creation or the creators in the digital marketing sector are always yani, going further and further and further once we have the stuff and learning how to do them. Um, when it comes to the fashion, um, honestly, um, there is a group of people uh, started this fashion week called uh, Jordan Fashion Week and we had the first uh, show I think like before Corona of course but sadly when Corona came it broke all the dreams 
for the Dona Fashion Week. So we hope once this pandemic is over, we can go back to being all happy. And it's it's very exciting because honestly, يعني, for us, fashion in Jordan is not booming at the moment because of Corona, because we can't have events. Um, the lockdown is at six. So it's a lot of boundaries stopping us from doing a lot of things. But honestly, we're so excited. The minute everything is over, I'm 100% sure that the the booming and the blooming of everyone who was waiting for this to be over yeah. will be... We spoke a lot about society, but what's next for you, Mohammed? I'm thinking, I'm thinking of um, opening my own restaurant. <laughs> okay people heard it heard it here first so <laughs> so yeah um uh, i might i'm i'm thinking of doing this because i have yeah, yeah, as if uh, or as you know sorry you know that i love cooking and um i have like your stories make me hungry <laughs> thank you but i have these specific dishes that i always make And everyone who came and يعني, had a bite in that or tasted that, they were like, Hamad, you need to open your own restaurant. So mm-hmm. you never know. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Then when I come, I can visit. Yes, of course, of course. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, Muhammad, for being here. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Thank you so um, much for having me once again. And it's an honor to have you as my first guest. Thank so you, thank, you, thank you again for that. Thank you so much. Muhammad is one of the many changemakers we're going to cover throughout this podcast. So stay tuned for more changemakers, progressive movements, and initiatives that we're going to cover to show you the new Middle East. <laughs>